Hi friends and welcome to Live Life Well, the podcast. Our mission is to empower millennials to thrive and not just survive so that they can live a life full of purpose, joy and delight. My name is Amy and I'll be sharing the life-giving practices and lessons I've learned on this journey of failing forward. We'll be talking about how to balance your career, business and passions while maintaining your physical, mental and spiritual health. I'm dedicated to sharing from a place of authenticity and I'm going to give you VIP access to my conversations with wise mentors and guests. My hope is that by the end of each of these episodes, you'll have something you can apply to your life so that you can live it well. I hope this also just feels like we're sitting across from each other in a cafe over a nice cup of coffee or your favorite beverage and having a chat like old friends. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. Hi everyone and welcome back to Live Life Well, the podcast. We are now on to our 18th episode and it is mid-November 2020. It's been such a ride, I think, this year. Um, We've gone through so many iterations, I feel, of the podcast. If you've been listening from the beginning, you'll know that we were very ambitious to try to get an episode out each week. Then we tried a different schedule where it was like, we'd do three weeks and then one week off. And now we've settled into this rhythm of a fortnightly podcast, which is a lot more manageable for someone like myself, who is still working fairly long hours in a legal role four days a week. And we are almost, almost, I've been counting down, I don't know about you, but four more working weeks until it is a Christmas shutdown break um, until January. So I am definitely in that space where I'm looking forward to taking some time off to reflect and to recalibrate for the new year. But if you haven't um, seen our latest or listened to our latest podcast episode or the last one, We had um, a freebie that was a 2020 um, reflection prompts, which is really just to help you start thinking about the last 12 months or almost 12 months that have gone by. And it's never too late or never too early to start reflecting. So um, there will be a link here in the show notes if that's of interest to you. Um, and also mentioned on the last episode was that I have now started opening up some coaching positions um, or coaching roles. So it's a three-month deep dive into some of the principles around the six dimensions of wellness, which is what we've been talking about here on the podcast, and then looking at how you are made up in terms of your skill sets and what drives you and what things upset you in this world that can also point towards the work that is going to be most fulfilling and in line with your purpose I guess. So that is really exciting and something that has happened since that last episode was aired is that we have had one um, one-on-one client that has signed up. I am so excited to be working with her. I don't want to reveal her identity yet, but um, yeah, it's a huge privilege to be able to 
um, talk with someone and then for them to be 100% all in and being ready to invest in their own wellness journey. Um, and really what it means to work with a coach is someone that comes alongside you who is going to help you ask the right, right questions and then guide you to those answers as well. And so I'm yeah, so excited for this journey to be starting out. Um, and yeah, just really excited to see who else will be um, part of this journey and how I can help them um, as they discover how to live life well in a very holistic way um, that's help, going to help them to burn bright and not burn out. So that is my little spiel before we get into today's um, topic, which is intellectual wellness. So this is the fifth uh, dimension of wellness um, in the model that we discussed at the start um, of this podcast series, really. And it is, um, well, today really is just going to be an introduction to the topic. And then if all the stars align, we will have a guest that we'll interview next um, episode who will then, um, yeah, just kind of give another take on this particular topic and share his experiences as well. So moving along. So what is intellectual wellness? So it is, and this is kind of the definition that um, I've come across um, through this six dimensions of wellness model by Bill Heltzler. Um, so it is to recognize one's creative, stimulating mental activities. So a person who has a sense or an understanding of their intellectual wellness and is investing in their intellectual wellness is someone who expands his or her knowledge and skills while discovering the potential for sharing his or her gifts with other people. So it's not just about learning, you know, all these different things or listening a whole bunch of podcasts or reading books, but it's also about being able to then communicate it with other people as well. So using these intellectual exercises or brain trainings um, in a corporate environment, or it could be in your family if you have kids or in a classroom if you have students and you're a teacher, um, and then you combine it with the other human resources or learning resources that might be available in your community and um, be able to then pass it on to other people as well. So that's um, part of this um, dimension of wellness. So in this journey of developing your intellectual wellness, you'll be encountering issues related to problem solving, creativity and learning. And these things can happen through obviously the pursuing of personal interests and, you know, we'll get into that, reading books, magazines, newspapers, and then also keeping abreast to what are the current uh, issues in the world and ideas so I think a lot of this is to do with um, building um, a broader framework to process your environment and to understand other people as well and as you develop your intellectual curiosity you'll then start to expand your own thinking and challenge your mind with creative solutions and creative pursuits so um, essentially, 
um, when we kind of condense it all, it's about stretching and challenging our minds with these intellectual and creative pursuits and um, so that we become um, more uh, fulfilled, I guess, and also productive members of our communities and our societies. So it's better to identify problems and then choose the, and have, I guess, a range of different tools in which you can attack the problem, I guess, um, and not just wait and worry and um, continue to be staying in this place of um, the unknown um, when these issues arise. So that's kind of like the broad understanding around what intellectual wellness is. And um, I guess for me on my own personal journey, if you've listened to one of the first episodes in this podcast series, I should say, um, was how when I was in my first year of practice as a lawyer, I realized, and, you know, obviously at the time I didn't put a label on it and say, oh, I need to foster, you know, more intellectual wellness for myself. I just recognized that there was a bit of a gap in terms of my creative interests and things like that um, and went looking for modern calligraphy, which, um, you know, was really something that I enjoyed. And still to this day, I would say I enjoy it, but I think there's, um, I think the thing when it comes to being um, a creative and recognizing your creative gifts is that you don't necessarily have to stay in one spot um, all the time, despite, you know, what other people may say. Um, so, yeah, so modern calligraphy was one way in which I was able to stimulate myself like intellectually and as you're learning new things as well you're building new neural pathways in your brain and um, that's a whole nother topic we could talk about um, but yeah there's just uh, it helps I think when you are reading and you're doing activities that are unusual or things that you haven't mastered yet um, it actually helps you um, problem solve I think in the workplace as well so one of the things that I found with um, building my modern calligraphy business is that it actually helped me gain a whole bunch of other skills that I would not have been able to do such as some of the marketing skills and the communication skills confidence as well that was developed through running my own business, which was an intellectual exercise really in and of itself. And then I was able to use those soft skills in my legal practice as well. So I found that being able to cultivate creativity and problem solving um, on even in the artistic kind of field was something that uh, made a difference for me in the workplace. So. I highly encourage you to think of ways in which you can uh, be intellectually investing, I guess, in this area um, of your wellness and then being able to reap the benefits as well. And so part of that was, um, and part of the things I wanted to share as part of this really short kind of introduction episode was what uh, some of the other books or activities or podcasts that my community is listening to or reading or doing 
Um, and so I just wanted to give a few shout outs and then also then to share things that they have um, been doing as well. So first one is to Vari McGann, who is part of the She Mentors uh, members club that I'm part of. So shout out to She Mentors. Um, and she is um, a confidence coach um, and someone who, yeah, has taken the leap from employee and now becoming her own boss, starting her own business, coaching business. So shout out to Vari, who has shared some of the books that she's read um, and that she's found, um, I guess, has fostered her intellectual creativity and curiosity, but also invested in her intellectual wellness as well. So um, the books are Dark Emu, Talking to Strangers, The Courage to be Disliked, Three Women and Untamed. So out of those books, I've read Talking to Strangers, which I would highly recommend. I actually listened to that as an audio book. Um, but yeah, there are some books to get you started if you're not sure where to go. Um, other books I would recommend um, are The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. So this is for, um, it is a faith-based kind of uh, book, but um, it really examines, I guess, how fast-paced our society has become and uh, challenges us, I think, to think about how we may have bought into this culture of hurry and some of the detriments that it has um, had on the society and for us as a generation really um, and gives us some tools that we can use to actually combat I guess or eliminate hurry from our life which is yeah it's a huge concept I read it at the start of this year and I would uh, I'm planning to read it again over the summer because um, it's really formed I guess part of my philosophy around like how we need to look after our mental health and also actually invest in our wellness journey as well. So it is like I mentioned, disclaimer, it is a faith-based book. So um, there are like Christian themes and things like that, but still I think, you know, just like you could read a book from someone who is a from the Jewish faith or from the um, from a Muslim background or things like that. Like I think you can really be um, when you take kind of like an open approach to learning, like you can learn from different cultures and backgrounds and religions, those kind of things. So putting it out there, there's someone else I've that, uh, that I have met on my journey called Stephanie, and she actually has a podcast, which I wanted to uh, spruik as well. Um, it's called Steph's Business Bookshelf Podcast. And she actually reads uh, very widely and quickly, I might add and um, has read a lot of business books and she actually does like little summaries about those books. So yeah, go check it out and shout out to Steph for all the amazing work that you're doing there. Um, and another podcast I came across recently was called Kerry Newfall. Um, uh, I think that's how you say his name, um, but his leadership podcast was something I just listened to today. Um, and that was a recommendation from my cousin, Justine, who I don't know if you'll hear this episode, Justine, but shout out to you because I found that so helpful. Um, and in one of Carrie's um, podcast episodes, just that I listened to, um, let me see if I can find it. He interviewed this amazing lady that I think I need to be following. I think I followed her in the past. 
Um, but it's her name's Kathy Heller, and she has um, a podcast called How to Quit Your Day Job, which, um, yeah, I found her interview with Carrie very interesting, and I'm going to follow her podcast or start re-listening to her podcast as well, so How to Quit Your Day Job. Um, and then we also had one of our podcast followers called Melissa Gold on Instagram, um, who is a friend of mine from high school. So hi, Melissa, if you listen to this podcast. And she said that how she grows, I guess, or looks after her intellectual wellness is actually learning new skills. So I think that's, um, yeah, really such a good tip as well. So things even like cooking um, can help um, learning new recipes, um, learning about gardening, actually going out and doing that gardening can also be expanding and investing in your intellectual wellness. Um, also like phone games. I know like you can, they can get quite obsessive and I've definitely had my uh, moments of addiction, I would say, to certain games on my phone. But little things like um, a jigsaw puzzle or a Sudoku um, or there's this one that I'm playing at the moment called Q-Block. It's essentially like a block puzzle thing and like Tetris in a way. Um, I think those little kind of brain training exercises can also be helpful to do and um, don't take too much time. Obviously, like you can always set a timer for yourself on it. Um, and then um, other things, of course, like I mentioned, I did like modern calligraphy in the past. Um, which was not just um, interesting and intellectually and creatively, cre creatively, creatively challenging me, um, but it was something that you could do with others as well. So um, that's a, another thing I could um, just add here as well, that, you know, learning things together, um, you can actually then add the social element to it so then it's not just intellectual wellness that you're looking after but your social wellness um, and then you know thinking about like is there things that I can learn about my emotional wellness that you can throw in there so the good thing about this six dimensions of wellness model is that it's not like you have to um, be able to address every single one of them every single day like I think then um, that can put a lot of pressure on you if you're like, okay, I'm going to look after my wellness. I have to do all six of these things every day in order to feel good about myself. I think um, that can be um, quite, you know, yeah. I think that would put a lot of pressure on you, I think, to do, be able to do that. But thinking about uh, maybe it's just like one area that you're going to work on like each day or something that you do for yourself that is going to increase um, your uh, endorphins I guess things that are going to make you feel good but also because I think like part of that is then helping us have a positive attitude like towards our work and things like that um, so yeah that's just a really a bit of a throwaway thing at the end of the moment not exactly um, specific to intellectual wellness but just generally to um, yeah invest in time in that space as well so with all of that being said, I am going to put out a little um, link um, to all the things that we mentioned on this podcast. Um, firstly, though, like I think in the 
meantime, I think if you are interested in those particular um, books or podcasts or games, I will be sharing those on my Instagram page. So join me there. Um, so it is at underscore Amy Leong underscore, or you will probably find the same type of list that will be going out later this week um, at the podcast Instagram page, which is at live life well underscore the podcast. And you'll get those details there. So I hope that this short episode was um, insightful. Um, if you have read any of those books or if you want to actually send some further recommendations in that we can share with our community next episode, then please do. Um, you can yeah contact us on those Instagram handles that we mentioned before. And uh, please, if you've been enjoying this podcast, we'd love you to leave a review and um, either on our Facebook page or our uh, Apple podcast um, page as well. So we'll leave all those links in the show notes and we will join you in the next episode in two weeks time. Have a good week, everyone. Take care.